I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee I'm Magnum Blonde. And we're the host of the WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSPN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to torontes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast. London is here. She's going to make her grand entrance first. She ain't going to let nobody else get no shine. But I'm one third of your co-hosts, but one half for today. It is me, Candice. You can find me on Twitter at London and Mommy. And I am joined by my other co-host. Greetings, niggas. It is me, I, Jeremy. A.K.A. Black Dante on Twitter, A.K.A. Vice President Big Knees, A.K.A. Don't let your bang get you dragged. Okay. Hey, you know what type of serial killer you gotta be to pull some bangs from under your hair, from under your wig, and like put the wig on top and act like that shit was wild. When I looked at that shit, I was like, "Whoa, there!" Tell them, London. Tell them. All right. When when you do clownery, when you, you do bad wiggery, you you get the wig snatched. <laughs> but <laughs> um, aside from London, we are joined by uh, a special guest this week. Uh, it's been a while since we've had uh, him on the show. Uh, introduce yourself, nigga. Uh, all right. <laughs> now, what's up, y'all? It's Mike. Um, I'll be on here. And sometimes you probably hear me in the background. <laughs> She's like going in circles like a Tasmanian yeah, devil. This, this should be birth control. This audio birth control. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Everybody knows you here. Are you finished now? Okay. All right. <laughs> I think we can get started now. <laughs> okay. Thanks for joining us for another episode. This is episode 67. Y'all getting up there. Yeah, we getting up there. We making some headway. So episode 67, we watched all the shows. Uh, we haven't counted anything out as of yet. But I will be honest, uh, Married to Medicine 
is uh, getting close to being a show that I would care not to cover because after they stayed out of quad business, it's dry. And so, and you can you can tell. <laughs> yeah, and so with that, uh, do you got any church announcements, Jeremy? Uh, yes. Um, if you care to hear me be drunk trash, which I usually am, uh, I was a guest on a good friend, um, Rashani and Shante over at Single Simoncast. That episode should be out, uh, probably tomorrow. Um, so make sure you listen to that. Uh, make sure you're using the hashtag, uh, Ratchet Ramblers Pod so we can listen to what y'all have to say about us being trash on this podcast basically <laughs> but you know good luck everybody um make sure you're following us on instagram at ratchet ramblings and make sure you're following the show page at ratchet rambling because when candace were making the page twitter decided to be a hater and not let her put on the s but you know what it's fine yeah they, <laughs> they limited the characters for at names now right like motherfuckers um right. <laughs> 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 um Yep. So with that said, let's just hop right into it. We're going to get to married to medicine first, because like I was just saying, the shit dry. It's it's super dry. Like I don't have and I got two. I got three, three notes. One that say dry with a bunch of wise. <laughs> <laughs> and then I move on to say that uh, we'll start here. Heavenly has shocked me in a good way. As somebody who's always got some shit going on the show, um, her uh, sisterhood and friendship with Quad seems really genuine as Quad is navigating her divorce. Yes. And so um, I, I I like that. Because uh, a lot seems- of times, a lot of times, Heavenly can come across disingenuous. But it, in it, to me, I like the fact that one, she's not trying to force Quad to make it work. She um said when she had stopped by Quad's house, she was like, sometimes, well, no, she said marriage can only work when it's with the right person. And I think that is a key uh, speaking point that like, if you're not with the person you meant to be with, there's nothing you could do to make it work. And right. she was just saying that, you know, maybe you know, she was like, make you a good person, Greg, a good person, but y'all not good together. You know, and she left it at that. She wasn't no make it work, get your man, girl. Like that, that last one might be a word though. What? That last uh bit you just said about she with told the her? with the right person. Uh no, not oh, with the right person. He might be a good person, she a good person, but they not good together. Yeah. 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 I think I think therapy has really worked for heavenly. Like we all know. Listen, we all know Heavenly can be a crazy bitch. We all know this. Like this, this is not. This is not. We new, all know that Heavenly can be a hellion. The, uh, he, all right. You see what I did there? I, I I like it. We we coming back strong. I'm picking up. <laughs> <I'm putting down laughs> <for now. laughs> but uh, I think I think uh, I think therapy really has worked for Heavenly. Now we you know we do this by season by season, episode by episode basis. So we have to see if it continues. But for what um what we have seen so far. It's like heavenly for the most part has really. I I see growth. I see growth. I, I you know I give credit when credit is due. Correct. Uh, uh, now with that said, uh, heavenly, uh, we still don't need you saying daddy out loud because you you the most. Uns- That's my daddy. Heavenly, the most unsexiest motherfucker calling somebody daddy I have ever seen in my goddamn life. Yeah, like is she not unattractive to me? But she's just not sexy. So when she be saying it. 
it just it sounded like she got a boo boo. <laughs> it's so weird, but yeah, I also shout out to Quad got her own little place doing it up. She was like, I ain't got no man, so I ain't got to cook for nobody. Mm. I ain't gotta pick nobody dirty drawers off the floor. Now that's that's when I knew that Greg was a nasty motherfucker. Uh, Greg, one of them niggas. Greg, probably one of them Too niggas. Too motherfucking I- old to be having your drawers on the floor. Just laying on the floor. Yeah, she was like, "Uh, I ain't got to cook. I ain't got to be walking behind him picking up your dirty drawers." I was like, "Oh shit!" Woo. Greg sound good to begin with. At Greg, all. Greg sound like one of them niggas that only brushed his teeth when Quad told him to. Yep. Nasty motherfucker. He looked like an old nasty ass nigga though. He did. When you look at him, he looked like a roach. <laughs> nah, he don't look like a roach. I mean, what he do? But remember when when Greg from Housewives of Atlanta dressed up like that roach at the costume party? Yeah. <laughs> Greg was dressed as Greg. Greg, Greg, Greg exception. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he looked like you. He looked like a. He looked like a shrimp that that just been laying on the ground. Like somebody, like you, you had a family gathering and somebody got some shrimp and they dropped one on the floor by accident. They don't pick it up. That's what he looked like. He definitely do look like that. And shout out to Quad for standing her ground. I know, like that cheating shit was the straw that broke the camel back. But that we, nigga was a terrible person. Yeah, before that. Yeah, before that, we had seen for multiple seasons how he treated her, and she was just like, you know what. You already don't treat me great, but now you're gonna be cheating on me with bitches who say you, you need pills to get it up. Oh no, nah, I'm up. I'm I can't do this no more. That's yeah. even, that's how you know you shouldn't be cheating. You gotta if you take need a pill. some Cialis to cheat. <laughs> you, need you need to, to, you need to relax. <laughs> you need to, you chill need out. to go right cuddle right. up with your wife. This cheating shit is not for you. It ain't. Like, do you even cheat, bro? Obviously not. <laughs> exactly. Tell them London. So that's that's and then uh, Simone and Cecil. But you know what? Let me <laughs> let me just say this. Here we go. Let's if go. You got to take if you got to turn it into a paramount picture for you and your husband to move back into the same house after being separated. <laughs> maybe y'all just need to go full force with the divorce because in that motherfucking scene, like so when you move back in. You gonna be helpful, right? The boys gonna keep their room clean, right? Like you sound like a whole deadbeat. Like your own <laughs> kid ain't even been living with you. She like, if you move back into the house, your room gonna be clean, right, Michael? Like what? I ain't gonna even be here. <laughs> gonna be at the stove house. She sounded like she just became a parent. This shit was weird. I was like, all of this. Y'all been married twenty some years. Why are you acting like this shit is so brand new? Well, when you ain't been in your kids' lives that much, cause you've been in a separate house because you won't give your husband no pussy. I mean, well, I mean, right I mean, uh, I mean uh, which, good luck, good, good luck, Cecil. That's all I got. Good luck, Cecil. First of all, I hate that fucking name. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! I hate, I hate the name, but Cecil, good people. Yeah, he's a cool, he's a cool dude. But I just that nigga's name. He got to change his name to something else. He got to go. We got to call him by his middle name or something. <laughs> Oscar. That's that's better than Cecil. Nah. Oscar, man. Insane, he man. gotta be the only Cecil worth a shit. That you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Maybe. 
don't know no other Cecils or Herbs. <laughs> oh, a nigga named Herb, you got to shoot him. <laughs> you got to shoot him. He ain't never I'm so glad they got rid of them old last names by the 90s. The 80s. Cecil, the last one. <laughs> he the last one. That's why, that why he the only one worth a damn. <laughs> Ooh. They they was in a dangerous species, but right. uh, but I agree with Candace. I don't have much. Um, I I, I, mm, I so I saw I saw because you know I peruse you know social media you know when the shows come on and stuff. Even though I may not watch them live sometimes, and I saw people um kind of cringing when Doctor Jackie gave uh, Curtis that King for a Day thing, and I I. On the one hand, I did cringe just a little bit, but on the other hand, considering what all they done gone through, I was happy for Jackie and Curtis, but mostly for Jackie. But I kind of get it. I mean, it, it was a little cringy. And I mean, <laughs> when she tried to put that roll on his big ass and she had to get on the goddamn step stool, he had to bend down. <laughs> First of all, he looked like a mole. He and With a mole on his face. How you, how you, a mo- how you look like a mole with a mole? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's um mm. I'm happy for them getting their happy back. I think that's my right. only note for that. I just can't imagine catering to nobody that looked like mucus, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's what it was because I he's just ugly. That's all me, that he is. Let me let me tell you something. Had that been just throwing it out there, had that been like Candy and Todd, I would have been like, oh. Yeah, I would like to see Candy and Todd sex tape. I know they got some. Correct. Correct. But we'll get there. But yeah, it's it's because I think it was because it was cursed. Like it was. Let me keeping it with the show. Let that would have been goddamn Scott Contessa. Listen, I would have been yeah, like, oh, 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 hey, all right now. But it's just the, the optics of you know Jackie and Curtis and him looking the way that he looked. It's like I you yeah, know. even Jackie, she pretty to me, but if she ain't nobody. I want to see getting freaky. Same. 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 But uh, but yeah, like we are gonna keep it brief with uh, marriage medicine. Uh, but the only other note is like they had that big old party at um at um at at Cecil and uh, Simone's house, you know, with them celebrating getting back together. Uh, and <laughs> I, I know, and they moved. They went down to the um to the to the boom boom room, and they brought up Greg and how you know, and uh, well, really Eugene brought him up, and Eugene was like. I know we kind of, the wives picked um, Quad over Greg, and by extension, we had to, and he was like, it's unfair, and I'm just like, and I'm like. You a grown-ass man, dog. If you want to be that nigga friend, just be his friend, eh? Like, ain't nobody telling you who you could be friends with. Right. Cecil said in his confessional, he was like, I'm still Greg's friend, but I'm also still Quad's friend, and we can just call it coexist you know i can acknowledge that greg did wrong but i'm still gonna be friends with him which okay and i can still be there for court and it's like usually you can't do that now the niggas <laughs> on there like he ain't cheat on me yeah yeah right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah that basically yeah <laughs> niggas like he ain't cheat on me you know i think it's what i think that's the part of it now that you said that mike like he was like you was like it's unfair. We just have to toss Greg aside, and it's like, well, I mean, would it hurt you too? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do anything. You a grown ass man crying like you broke up with, like he broke up with you, right? Just, just text the nigga like, "What's good, my guy?" Like, right. 
Send a nigga an email or something. You shit. act like you act like the nigga divorced you. Right. <laughs> but you know that, that other than that, but we know Eugene a cook, so you know. Yeah, I was about to say Eugene definitely a cook, so we definitely Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, he, mm. yeah. Mm. But that's it for Marathon Medicine. We ain't gonna linger too long. That was us covering on uh, what the damn name of it, because I forgot to say it in episode nine. Uh Sleeping, uh, sleeping numbers gone. Also, first of all, uh, real quick, then we're gonna move on. When goddamn Greg came around, when they went to wherever the fuck they went to, and this nigga said that the one, the thing that hurt him most was when Quad moved out. She took the sleep number bed. You raggedy ass bitch, you. <laughs> Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg, boy, fuck you. Of all the shit you done did, you worried about a goddamn sleep number boy? <laughs> Now, remember, he tried to sue her to get it back. I remember seeing that on social media. And the judge was like, boy, if you don't boy. get this pistol grip chin ass out of here. Boy. <laughs> you, and I'm sleeping on my beds must be the shit then. They is. They is. I ain't never heard nobody suing nobody over no guy. No, oh, he, he, was, he was like, he, he like filed a lawsuit to get back the stuff she took out the house. And the judge was like, uh, no. I don't know what you think this is. I don't know what he thought he was doing with that. You, for, for God knows, um, the judge is not giving you shit. Okay, it's not a goddamn thing. And then that, that was the first thing on the on the uh, on the goddamn lawsuit. I want the bed back, boy. For <laughs> do what? Oh, go ahead, man. <laughs> anything, anything like y'all acquired and shit like that. You can't just say that you own it. Yeah, it was both of y'all's, basically. Right. So at the very least, the judge would have been like, y'all got to sell it. Yeah. Or or y'all got to come to some conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got to settle it amongst yourselves. Yeah. Because he right. can't. Okay. That's enough. You see? See? <laughs> the blue eye of the party. Stop this IUD, ladies. Go on. <laughs> Use the referral Candace sent you. <laughs> Tell them Candace sent you. They, that should get you about 10% off a thousand dollars. 10% off a thousand dollars. Use your code. Use your code. Candace sent you. <laughs> Mothers against London and shit. <laughs> Mothers against toddlers. <laughs> hey, man. Move, speaking of toddlers, um, <laughs> real housewives. So first of all, let me say this: the things that have been happening outside the show have been more interesting than the show. Like yes. the little the tea that's been spilling on social media, like about Portia's baby father being a scammer and Nene and Greg being into it. That shit has been far more interesting than the actual show. Correct. Um, but yes. Okay. Uh, what the, the I got it here. Episode four, past the peach, throw the shade. Which I gotta admit, good title. Dry episode, but good title. <laughs> I gotta get my rocks off real quick with Nene and Greg because uh, so I guess Greg had posted something on social media like Happy Brothers Day. I love all my brothers, my homeboys, or whatever. You know, mm. whatever. I don't know if that's even a real fucking day, but he like 60. <laughs> he like 69, so you know how old niggas be. Happy, ha- I love you, my brother. Like, <laughs> but Nene goes under the post and is like, 
you need to be praying for your goddamn self. She's like, I would Wait. think somebody going through a life changing situation, they would be kinder to the the person that's taking care of them and not being grouchy and mean and negative and blah blah blah. And like God so damn. I ain't know that. And Shit. then she like the tweets is still up. Then she went on Twitter and people was like, Nene, you know, maybe it's just because he's going through something. And she like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to stick around if you keep acting like this and that and the third. And so a part of me get it, but a part of me feels like when people go through major illnesses like Greg, it does affect everybody, but nobody is affected more than a person actually dealing with the actual illness. Mm-hmm. And being somebody who's had my fair share of health problems, um, it takes a toll on you mentally. You are not friendly when you in and out the doctor's office. You, you know, you on all these medications and like that. That shit is wild. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of get it too. Um, because just from the outside looking in, like I haven't like had scares like that, but I've seen just the way. Uh, telling a little bit of my family business, like when I moved up here and I stayed with my aunt and my uncle and just like how, uh, even before my uncle got sick, like how basically like my aunt more or less takes care of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he can't really do what he used to do. And that was before he got diagnosed with cancer. And, you know, thank God it's in remission now, but he was just like, I used to be like in the house just watching like, how he would be behave and stuff. And I'm like, nigga, like for someone that, that get waiting on hand and foot, like you can't be a little bit more grateful. Like, goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, it kind of got a little bit worse. Like when he got diagnosed, uh, but by that time I moved out of the house and shit. But anyway, but the point being like, I kind of get it. Like taking care of somebody. And especially like, we have to be honest, like Nene is not the caregiver type of person. Like we have to be yeah, completely she's honest. not the most nurturing type of person. Like we right. can see that from how she even interact with her kids. She's not all that nurturing and right. You know. Right. So, so like, like, so like, like I get it. Like I'm not I'm not one thing I I wouldn't like put it on social media and shit, but I can understand her being, you know, frustrated, especially like when you're not a caregiver and then like you're caring for somebody and like they, it's like you trying your best and they like, you know, whether, you know, like you said, like when you sick, it takes a toll on your health and you're not the most friendly and stuff and that's valid. But at the same time, it's like, it's also human for somebody that's taking care of you to be like, well, goddamn, nigga, shit. Like, like, damn, can I get some kind of, you know, gratitude or reprieve or something? So it's like, not even that. I could, just stop being a, a whole bitch to me while I'm going out my way to make sure you good. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it's kind of like one of those things where I I saw it, and I didn't know until you said it, <laughs> that she went on the nigga post. But like I didn't, when I saw it, I didn't really jump to have a hot take about it because I kind of could see it from both angles. So the only thing I really got on it is kind of like good Should've luck. Been on social media. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, I'm thankful yeah. it was on social media because that just give us shit to talk about. But yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't have really been on social media. And like right. you, at this point, I feel like Nene got too much money to be moving weird like that. Like, if your husband is dealing with stage three colon cancer and he taking it out on you, is taking a toll on your marriage or whatever, seek some professional help. Run on running on Twitter and Instagram talking shit. That ain't gonna help the situation none. That's Marlowe behavior. Pretty much. 
You know, Marla, what was the name of her LLC? Scams R Us. <laughs> that, that was all I had for that Greg and Nini shit. Like, I get yeah. it. It's probably taking a toll on everybody, but get some yeah. professional help. You can afford to do so. Yeah. Um, speaking of scams are us. <laughs> Portion the hot dog man. Listen, I this is the most forced shit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> like nothing about nothing about them. Nothing about them screams genuine. Nothing about them screams love. The only thing that screams about them is Portia will... Mm-mm. Fuck it, this is our show. I can say what I want. Uh, Portia is one of them people that jump from nigga to nigga, hoping to seek something and finding nothing. And this nigga is... Even though it wasn't candy place to say, this, something ain't right about this nigga. <laughs> something ain't right about this nigga. And we see, like Candy said, the tea that spill out, on the show that this nigga whole ass scam and it's just like Portia, you just got a you got Portia has a pension for getting with scammers either in relate in and either even in romantic relationships or platonic friendships because you don't went from Phaedra to Dennis and both of them niggas scammers so it's like Portia, you just don't have no discernment at all <laughs> at all. Mm. She might like to be. How we know she not picking these niggas on purpose? Mm. Mm. So you saying misery little scam is what you saying, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm just saying she, that might be a type of nigga. She might like scamming. Mm. Mm. Well, good luck, good luck, <laughs> good luck, everybody. But yeah, but shout out to poor, uh, not poor. Uh, shout out to uh, to <laughs> the, a, to the, to the shout out back. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the, uh, to Dennis Mama because that Dennis Mama was grilling the fuck out of Porsche on their little first. Date court. First of all, how you have a first date with your niggas mama? I I don't know. Just the I don't know. It the name it was off putting. The name sounded weird. But listen, let me tell you something. That nigga mama told Portia like y'all don't talk about a prenup. Y'all rushing to get married. Y'all rushing to have kids. Y'all uh, are you straight? Do I need to run a credit report on you? Are you a scammer? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh my irony. Right. Listen, okay, listen. Uh imagine <laughs> imagine a nigga that's a scammer and, and his mama asking you, are you a scammer? Imagine. <laughs> imagine. She better than me, because I'd have been like, bitch, yo, <laughs> we scamming <laughs> about us. <laughs> yo, she asked them like, hey y'all discuss prenup. What made me holler though was when she asked that Portia was drinking and she gagged like a motherfucker. She damn she never choked on her drink when she asked about that prenup. <laughs> but the other thing was what stuck out to me was like, even though Portia, he do, Dennis, that's his name, even though he does this all the time, like when he just fidgets all the time. Like whenever somebody asks him a question, it's like he Lord forgive me, I'm gonna say something ableist as shit. Lord forgive me. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, I almost said something terrible. Ooh. Um, every time they ask him a question, it's like his. It takes his brain like a whole two minutes to process an answer before he says something. It's like he'll have a long. They're like Dennis. How do you feel about the weather? It'll be like, uh, uh. That's because he lying. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> 
He got right. the scammer fidget. He do- <laughs> He got that scammer stutter step. He got scammer stutter potential show title. Potential got the show scammer title. stutter step. That nigga be I do. Mm. Yeah, he got the scammer uh, stutter step because when because let yes. me think on this. I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> thoughts on thoughts on this connection. When he when his mama asked asked him, "Do you love Portia?" That nigga took damn near five minutes to be like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. I mean, she yeah. Hey, anybody might ask you if you love somebody and you do the yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, you don't. But, no, right. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, yeah. You no, just trying. Like, yeah, she yeah, got a fat ass and everything. I like that shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. You know, you see them titties. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We straight. We good. Yeah, we good, mama. You know. It's yeah, that nigga lying. Yeah, that nigga lying like shit. His mama was grilling the shit out of him, man, Portia. But, you know, we, I mean, we know in real time on the, on the show, it's just, you know, they still together and she got a baby on the, they got a baby on the way. But it's just, it's real interesting seeing how this shit play out, even though we know the end result in real time. So it, it's going to be a whole season of them just being the most awkward and shit couple ever. Mm. But um, I gotta say this: uh, y'all's forty-first president passed away. Uh, why y'all couldn't take Trump instead, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know the devil stay busy, so, you know. Yeah, you know, listen, the devil stay busy. And that what that that saying evil never die. So I, you know, mm. but I mean I don't know if that's true because I mean George Bush. He was, ne- never mind, never mind. This ain't no political broadcast. Never mind, never mind. Never well, mind. I mean, because now I was I had got an alert saying Trump is gonna he passed an executive order to close departments and agencies of the federal government on December fifth in honor of George Bush. Is this a paid day? Because if it is, y'all know me. You know what I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's real. <laughs> that's real. No, 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 no me, no us, no, 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 your host of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast, okay? Listen, pay me. Right. Spe- speaking of being, speaking of being paid, um, so, wait, before we get there, before we get there, so, um, what's the girl name? She, um, Ron, Ron DeVoe wife. I don't know what her name is. Uh, first name, of right? all, ain't that nigga like 12 years older than her? Yes, I believe so. Yes. So, mm. and then they talked, because he talked to her, she talked to his mama in this episode and told a lot of their business that we didn't need to know and that her, mom, her his mama didn't need to know, but she said that they, they got together when she was real young, so, mm. Grooming. Yeah. Mm. 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 Right. But, uh, so, <laughs> so her um and telling his mama that they had an open marriage, an open relationship, or whatever. Um, Even if that's the case, keep that under the keep that under wraps. Like we 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 don't need to know that. And his dad show his mama didn't need to know because his his mama looked shook. This shit. She was like, "Y'all a who a what a open what." Open, huh? He should have just been like, "I be eating pussy." 
basically. Because that's basically what that means. Because you know how you know how black men is when they say an open relationship, they just mean mm-hmm. open to other bitches. Mm-hmm. She, ain't, uh, she ain't getting no outside dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a one one ended relationship is what it is. Right, it ain't open. One way street. Mm. Dead man's creek is what it mm. is. Dead man's curve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did though. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I imagine imagine being on national TV and telling your mo- your mother in law that you and your man. You I can't mother. imagine telling my mother in law shit about. Uh, our sex life. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> like the only thing, the only giveaway that we have sex is that we had a baby. We just gonna keep it like that. Right. London is the all the proof. Is- <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Listen, listen. That I like y'all get on y'all get on TV and just say any damn thing. But you know what? That's what we, we why we watch it. So you know, I can't really say too much. Um. But speaking yeah, of, uh, uh, yeah, I hope we thinking the same thing. Because um, that's a we get into it because it ain't that much in the episode because it was dry. So go go. I ahead. really wish Candy would sit the fuck down. That ain't where I was going, but we can go there too. I just, I mean, you know, she got Riley. They got Ace. Just sit down, please. Like, like I mean, Utah don't need no more children. You really in your forties? Keep trying to have more babies. Listen, you you about to have a whole adult, and she don't want no parts of her sibling. And you trying to have another baby. And that's because, and I mean no harm, but you know how parents do when they have one kid young and then go have more babies when that kid is much older. That The oldest one end up doing all that goddamn babysitting. Mm-hmm. And Riley sound like she's sick of babysitting Ace little uh, egghead looking ass. Listen, Riley, Riley fed the fuck up. She like, look, I... <laughs> she like, my wigs ain't fire enough for you to keep asking me to babysit, mama. Like, Riley, like, I want to go out and do my own thing. Can I can I be like you, mama? That's what Riley's saying. <laughs> no, nah, Riley, like, I'm going to at least need a, a 360 uh, frontal unit if I'm going to keep doing all this motherfucking babysitting. Or instead of you got me in these church wigs. Riley, like, I don't want to be out here like that girl on Twitter with the, with the bang wig. You got me fucked up, mom. Speaking of wigs, child. Mm, oh, them wigs, child. Ooh. But mm. they was in Dr. Jackie's office talking about surrogacy and how they got some eggs left and they was thinking about getting a surrogate. And and Dr. I, Jackie was like, when Dr. Jackie told them how much a surrogate costs a good one, they talking about what? I was told I could do it for like fifteen, twenty thousand. 20000 Girl. Dr. Jackie was like, that's that's cousin Kiki and them that done told you that, that do it behind First the First of alley. all, labor and delivery is like fifteen grand. By itself. By itself. That's with right. no C-section and shit. Um, ma'am. Hey. You Dr. Even, Candy, did you even look at your hospital bills, bitch, when you had Ace? Because you couldn't have if you thought you could get a surrogate for twenty goddamn thousand dollars. If you just look at the goddamn, first of all, if you look at the labor and delivery, you look at the prenatal care, that alone is thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. Then you got to pay them for that, for the benefit of carrying your child. That's another thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. Didn't Dr. Jackie say it was about $100,000? Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen, if I, if I like being pregnant, I would try to be a surrogate. But hey. I hated that shit. Hey, what kid? Kept- what uh, what killed me was when he when they said it and uh this is gonna be shady shit but fuck it this is what we here for 
Uh, and Todd said, well, let me get to work so we can afford this shit. I was like, so you mean... I, I was like, nigga, please. <laughs> I, look, I was like, so you So you mean... could go home and sweep the floors before Candy get there and cut your ass out. Look, I was going to say, so you mean when Candy give you your allowance? Because I'm like, where he work at? Okay. <laughs> Listen. Uh, I was like, okay, Todd. You got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but speaking of God, and then we're going to move on. So they had this. Um, so we wrap up, and they had this um, whole like sisterly and using sisterly in air quotes kumbaya party or sl- sleepover, whatever the fuck at uh, Cynthia House. Uh, and let me, I really ain't got too too much. Did that cause... bitch put some grapes in the wine? <laughs> <laughs> Not forgiving you, bitch. No, she, she put didn't. That whole bag of grapes in that glass of white wine. <laughs> I'm never forgetting. I'm never forgetting. Never ever. Fuck you, Cynthia. Fuck you, friend. Can't the North remembers. <laughs> the Ramblings remember. All right. But uh, <laughs> you ain't never gonna let her live that down ever. Ever. But uh, but so they do this uh. So really, so let me get to 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 what to what to what made me uh turn into the blinking white man is when Marlo LL scam fixed her motherfucking mouth to say like Patrick Swayze. Yo, she really do. She really do. She had the not the the gall, the nerve, and the all damn audacity. To say that Eva does not have a personality and that she don't dress that good. Marlo. Marlo. Sweetie. Beloved. You have no person. You, you, the only thing Marlo is, is Nini's old personality, but at Dollar General. Like, you are Marlo, sweetie. Your whole personality is crafted after the old personality of somebody else. Like, how can you fix your mouth to say that Eva has nothing when you are a whole ass scammer? Like, you scammed in real life and you scammed on the show. You scammed Nene's old personality. Like, Marlo, what are you, what, where's the self awareness? Where's the self awareness? Like, you said that Eva can't dress, and I'm looking at you like you don't have. First of all, your the wig, you look like Pam. You got Pam Oliver's old wig on your head. Like, Marlo, what you doing? Like, what is... What? Huh? What? What is truth? I don't... What? I. Mm. Marlo, you just suck far too much white man dick to be up here acting uh, for your lifestyle to be talking shit about somebody. Like, girl, sit your ass down. We know what you be doing. Marlo LLC. Lies, legalities, and cons. Yeah. I, mm, but that's all I had. This mm, Marlo, the, the audacity, the all damn audacity. Yeah, it was too much. Imagine somebody with with a stolen personality saying that you don't have a personality. Like, girl, what? <laughs> what? Huh? It's tell them, London. She over here getting tickled. London said, that's right. Mm-hmm. London said, that's toddler speak for Marlo, fuck you. 
Pretty much. But we can move on. So where we say we were going next? Growing up hip hop Atlanta. Correct. Yes. Uh, so I I got a few quick notes. I like Lil Mama's uh, personality. I wish we uh, had seen this side of her before she got, you know, shunned musically on social media. But she seems like a really sweet girl. Yeah. Uh, pretty girl, too. Pretty girl. Really fucking pretty. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that dude she went on the date with, he handsome too. I was like, y'all make a cute little couple. Yeah, I was about to say they was they gonna be an attractive couple if that worked out for them. And they seemed like they was having a good time, so that was cool to see. Right. Um, right. It was not. Let's, oh, go ahead. Yeah, let's move on to the bigger fish. Johnny Blaze is a fucking psycho. She really <laughs> is. She really is. Like she really, cause I, cause, cause we took a week off. I had the watch we had to catch up on this week and i went back because i wanted to see what led to the fallout uh she really cussed deb out and called deb a bitch and all this and that third because deb told her like how you gonna invite me out here to shoot a video and you didn't even get all the legalities and the logistics up to even have the artists the big artists be out here and have the video set up and stuff like what are you doing she she got mad at deb and cussed her out and called her bitch and everything i'm like whoa whoa what is going on here psycho she's a fucking psycho she really is like i just and and when she called brandon thinking brandon was gonna be on her side she was in her feelings he was like if you would have allowed your manager to do that type of stuff since that's what managers do you wouldn't be sitting there spinning on your wheels and wasting time and money he was like but since you don't listen you bit off more than you could chew and that's what you get Right, and also you would have a manager if you wasn't a crazy motherfucker and focused on your music, and your manager would have been Miss Dale. But here we are. So I, I listen, Johnny Blaze, like, put she put her. Mm, I don't, mm, I don't even say pray for her because that don't work. She just, just. Mm. Y'all yeah, saying crazy? I just think she's stupid. Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair, yeah, fair. Okay. Fair. I mean, you know what? Let's go with both. Let's go with both. Let's go with both. I guess you can't be both. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, you know, we'll, we'll go with both because, you know, stupid is as crazy does, I guess, you know. But, uh, but yeah, it's also, like shout out to with a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Candace, girl, Candace, fuck you. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> Damn. Damn. God, I can't get that out of my head. Candace, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it, too. Now you, you're trying to put like this weird picture in people's heads. Yeah. Like, you just see Tom Hanks walking out of the strip club <laughs> with a fat ass. Like. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Life is like a box of singles. <laughs> you I never love, know which one you're gonna get. I love you, Miss Deb. Why don't you love me, Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Deb? <laughs> Brad- <laughs> Brandon, why are you dragging me? Why? <laughs> hey, man, y'all terrible people. <laughs> 
Oh man. But uh speaking of, but um shout out to Big Pimpin for basically saying he just here for the mix. And I was like, I me too. Me too. That's why I watch this shit. Me too. I'm just here for the mix. Nah, yeah. when that nigga told Bawa I don't dance if it ain't for a check. I was on the floor. Nigga said, cut me a check right now. I'll hop up on this motherfucker and cut a rug. That, 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 real. Real. It's sweet. Hey, I, I stand the king when I see him. Big Pippin really is the, is, the, is the gem on this show, honestly. He is, truly. He, re, he really is. Because I'll never forget when that motherfucker said, fucking with me, little mama gonna become baby mama. <laughs> Listen, I was like, look, I, was like I, I, I stand the king when I see him. I really do. I appreciate that level of honesty. Uh, but yeah, after this, Miss Dale say I ain't working with Miss <laughs> Dale. Say I ain't yeah, working with Miss Dale. Let her go. She was like, you know what, Johnny? I can't do this no more, and rightfully so. Like, how many times I got to get cussed out by a bitch who ain't had half the success I've had in this hip hop industry? Girl, you something lost your motherfucking mind. That's my. That's what I gotta say to Johnny. You have lost your fucking mind. Like we could say what we want to say about Deb. Them wigs be terrible. Well, she getting some dick now, so them wigs look better. But, <laughs> but her success in the music industry, the career she has launched, you can't you can't take that from her. Right. You really can't. Come on, we talking about the person who launched Gucci, Nicki, uh, her own son Waka, and a few others. Like, girl, uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, she's respected in the industry, so it's like. So it's like, why well, I'm about to be kissing your ass, and you ain't got nobody's nobody's deal, nobody's nothing, girl. Fuck you. Right, and you have nobody to blame but yourself. And you look like a, and you look like a, a nasty science experiment. Hey. <laughs> that bitch look like somebody broke a bunch of Barbies and pieced them back together. Uh, hey, she look like she a look nasty. like a Cynthia doll with a wig on. A nasty Adam. Yeah, she definitely, she definitely just is very disgusting. Uh, <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, they also said, "Girl, fuck you," which I mean, hey, valid. Oh, uh, yeah, until until she got back to Atlanta and said, uh, "Masika, I want to work with you," and I was like, "Here we go." You went from sugar to shit, right? You, you, went, went, from- you went from shit to shittier. Because I mean, so let me say this: Johnny Crazy, Masika Messy. But Johnny actually has talent. Correct. She was filming that little video. Uh, she sounded good on the song. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot she could sing. Yeah. Masika uh, don't have that. Yeah. Johnny's crazy and, <laughs> to Mike credit, her stupid outweighs her talent. Masika's mess does not outweigh the non-talent that she 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 don't have no talent. Like she All she is is messy. So it's like I was happy for Deb, but then I'm like, here you go again, Deb. Here, here you fucking go. Only uh, thing that outweighs Masika's talent is the crust on them goddamn heels. Never forget. And them them <laughs> them uh them anime ass wigs. <laughs> and that turned over ankle. That turned <laughs> over ankle. <laughs> when Zell said, girl, look at your fucking feet. <laughs> and the camera zoomed in. And the camera zoomed in while she was walking away. Nah, I still got the picture. <laughs> I had to stop. I had to pause the DVR and shit and take a picture of them heels. I was like, "Oh shit!" That shit was funny as fuck. Heels cracked up. Yeah, but hey, Mike, right? The cat, the cameraman was the asshole. He had to do that, but it made for good TV though. It made for good TV because that shit. Yeah, <laughs> she, she she had that crust on them down on the bottom of her goddamn the ball of her foot like she was working in a coal mine and shit. Listen, 
That shit had me screaming. Cause we made that the show art, and I had side eye shot out the side. I had side eye put the joy face. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Masika, <laughs> oof, but uh, but yeah, I was like, damn, you went from like you said, you went from sugar to shit with less talent. So I don't, mm. and also, what annoys me about Masika is like she one of the motherfuckers that she want all the attention on her. Cause it, her confession, she was like, I finally got Miss Deb. Bow Wow is finally cut loose of Kiyomi Yuki Shukshu or whatever. So it's all about me. I was like, and to do what? Cause like, <laughs> I, I was sitting there wondering, like, how desperate you got to be to try to get 2018 Bow Wow. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not understanding what's with like, and <clears throat> just all these like young women who are in like, like the nightlife scene. I'm, I'm not. Ch- I'm not. I don't. I don't know what the like how shiny being an artist is. Like, why do they see it as some like? I can tell you. All I can tell you encompassing. Like, we didn't see this big push until we saw what happened with Bell Collis. Uh. Like if you, but were, this has been going on for a while. You no, know, if you I mean, go back and look at old seasons of like love and hip hop and stuff, a lot of the women, um, like they dabbled in music, but mostly they just wanted to fuck the the, the people in charge, you know, because that's how we saw Erica Mena and Rich, and you know she dabbled in music, but she was more so trying to fuck Rich than anything, and you know we see it like that, but now. If they see how luc- how lucrative it can get if you get on, like they are pushing it in overtime. Cause and we'll get to this on when we get to love and hip hop with another one of Fetty's baby mamas. Yeah. But uh, why do they like? I I guess that's a valid question. Why do they feel like the music industry is that easy to tackle? Because it's not for one, and for two, it's really hard to make money as an artist. Yeah. Because you see a lot of artists now, like they do multiple things to get yeah. to get money. Because like the music, music has evolved. It's it's evolved, but then it's also kind of regressed at the same time. Because like having an album just isn't enough. You know, it used to be a time where you could just put out an album, and you'd be straight. But now it's like you put out an album, and it's like okay, what else? Because music comes and goes, and it's so much that you we could consume now um, at our fingertips. So it's like you can. You put one artist to put out an album and it's hot for like a week, and then we got what two other up and coming people putting out a track, and we like it's it's constantly going because it's so yeah. much access to it now. So it's like you got to have uh, you got to do music. You could you know put out a fashion line, cologne, perfume. You could like you got to have multiple streams of income. That's how the the people that's really at the top have multiple streams of income, and like being on these shows like. You know, the example that Candace used being Cardi, like, shit. Cardi got, what, music, fashion. She got, shit, that shit with Fashion Nova. That shit still sold out, I believe. I did you know? get my pieces. Let me just say that. No um, me. You are doing amazing, sweetie. So it's like, <laughs> but then, but like, that's, think about, like, how hard it is for people with talent. Yes. <laughs> so for I mean, the like, likes of, like, and we just said it, like, there's no reason why. A Johnny Blaze shouldn't be on in the industry. But she get so her own way. She be in her own way. But then it's like you got the Masika's like, who's really and I and I feel like this one of my issues with Deb, like while I respect her resume, 
I feel like what she's doing now is kind of predatory because she knows a she knows a Masika is not going to make it in the industry. She knows that. I I would say predatory. I would say charity. I feel like it's one of the things where Masika. I mean, her taking on a Masika is kind of like a a, a charity project. Like she's doing it out of sympathy, and it's like you too old and too established in the game to be doing shit out of sympathy and charity. Cause right. you know this girl ain't got no goddamn talent. Exactly. I don't yeah. know who I don't know who asked for a Masika album or a Masika music. Masika. Well, she need to stop. <laughs> need to unask herself. <laughs> Nigga, did you say unask? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. She gotta unask herself. She gotta go back in time. She gotta. She gotta go back in time and hit that uh hit Stanley Daddy from uh Friday. Be like, no. <laughs> do Masika? Do you want to do music? Oh. <laughs> right. Speaking speaking of uh talent or mm. lack thereof. Bow Wow been working on this album for six years. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, it still ain't care about because you know normally, you know, in real time, you know, when they're recording when us like right now in real time is different. That album still ain't care about it. It's been going on what two seasons I can. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, this better be the best album ever. Okay. It won't be, but still. <laughs> and I just It's been eighty four years. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's been that yeah, like Titanic type shit. The the ship gonna sink and they still he's still gonna be talking about that album before he drowned. I feel like he wasting big pimp of time and you can't waste like all the, time. What was my guy name from Titanic? Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah Jack. he gonna be like Jack. Nigga gonna be talking about my album I'm almost done. <laughs> he gonna drown under the water. <laughs> like correct. I thought because I I thought it had came out already. I swear huh? I swear to y'all. Nah, it ain't came out and it never gonna come out. Bow Wow album gonna come out. I know, right? Bow Wow album gonna come out like how Detox came out. Mm. How <laughs> Jay Electronica came out. Mm. Jay Electronica just came out though. Oh, it, did? it finally did. Yeah, it did. He got an album. Now that I know for sure. Mm. Mm. Does he? <laughs> that I know do for sure. He? Yeah, that that I do know. For it sure. took it took him eight or four years, but you know what? It's yeah. out though. Hey. I heard it was hard too. And he got and he got them old drinks on there that he made. Shit, as long as it took to make it, it better be killed. He's got exhibit F and all that shit on there. Well, <laughs> it only took nine years. I'm telling you, shit, as long as it took out, that motherfucker better have a feature with Jesus on that shit. Mm. Go my son. That's what that's the name of the song. Go my son. <laughs> Speaking of, I uh you know I think I know where you're going. Mm. Bow uh, Wow's people around him mm. they really deserve they ass beat for how much they coddled him because he, because he never grew into a functional adult he had like to this day and I'm not being funny I'm not saying anything wrong with living with your parents or having a parent live with you Lord knows Bow Wow is in his 30s and has never actually been on his own without having somebody <coughs> watch over him, coddle him, keep him in line, put him on a leash. Like, Bow Wow is 30 plus years old with one of them little monkey backpacks on that's actually a leash for kids. 
You know, it look like a book bag, but it's a leash. <laughs> like them that, that is how his mom and JD and everybody else around him have treated him. So he has absolutely no idea how to be in a healthy relationship, how to communicate, how to function, how to handle stress. He's a big fucking toddler. Yeah. Like he has tantrums. And I, let me say, Kiyomi is not without fault, but. We have to raise our daughters to stop taking on Build-A-Bear, fix-me-ass projects for men. Because yeah. she, when she was sitting, shout out to that doctor who, from Atlanta who working with some everybody, that counselor. Yeah, because that's my note. I'm like, this is the same nigga that worked with Heavenly. That's my yeah. note, but yeah. But shout out to him for really being like, okay, so he doing it, you got with him and he and he been doing the same shit he always been doing. Yeah, I feel like he challenged both of them. Which shout out to which? I you know what I found it. Well, you know what I found it interesting. Like he kind of went harder and get into the get get into the root with Bow Wow and Kiyomi than he did with Heavenly. But then I'm but then on the other hand, it's like it's Heavenly, so you know you can't use the same you know methods of counseling for everybody. Um, right. But he he really like challenged Bow Wow and Kiyomi, but it was more so. I felt like he more so challenged Bow Wow because if hey, if I'm hearing the podcast. Wow, sorry, my Next bad. Expert podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, praise us, OPR Ratchet Ramblers. But uh, <laughs> but I felt like uh, I felt like he kind of went harder at Bow Wow because it felt like, and maybe this is just me, and I'll see what you know. I see what you might say, Candace, but it felt like Bow Wow was more combative and resistant to it than Kiyomi was. was. Bow yeah. Wow acts like how typical black men act about counseling and therapy. Yeah. Very yeah. resistant to it while needing the fuck out of it. Right. Like, right. <laughs> like, and, and like, Kiyomi said, she was like, when we first got together, he told me, like, he loved me, but if I piss him off or if I make him mad, he gonna make my life hell. He gonna make me miserable. Who yeah. who who the fuck proceeds forward in a relationship after being told some shit like that? Right. Like sweetheart, that yeah. was your sign to run. Right. That was a re- that was red flag number one. So and like then, you said, she she's not yeah. without fault. Um, but like like you said, she's not without fault. But that was eye opening to me. Because he, I'm like he is very um first of all, he's really almost too little to be physically abusive because he will get beat the fuck up by somebody. Right. But he's very emotionally and verbally abusive. Right. That's and, that's and why I said on that top of that, he doubles down on it. Right. Like right. he that, cussed that girl out four ways from Sunday, but then gonna say my pride won't let me call her. Right while while liking her pictures and saying I miss you and shit. Yeah, like that manipulation and bullshit. Right. Like that, I don't like none of that. That shit to me is as bad as physical abuse. And right. so now you sitting here like like I said, she when she was saying that stuff, it made me sad for her because instead of running in the opposite direction, she ran right into his arms, knowing that that was his mentality. And I yeah. just. I just feel sorry for women who are so conditioned to that type of man that they run head first into those type of situations. Or just conditioned to be with a man, period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that because that's what that's what stood out to me. It's like, oh, this is a classic case of either either I can change him or maybe it'll get better. 
instead of seeing that as a red flag, like, oh, nigga, fuck you. Fuck that. That's what it, that's what it, that's what I can't got together from that. Yeah. And, and just by that, what. And that, and she's really insecure. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, which, which, what, which is a, which is a, not to cut off, but which is a, just a, a, a slam dunk for a manipulative ass nigga like, uh, well, the, the one thing I was gonna say is like, what's weird about their relationship is he is emotionally and verbally abusive, but at the same time, her insecurities have caused a lot of their fallouts because he really, in the scenes that we see, because I can't speak to what we don't see or what might have been edited. But right. what we've been seeing on the show, even when he's out or if he's at the studio or whatever case, he's not doing anything. Right. That is like fair. he hasn't been cheating. Like even with the Masika shit, he like, yo, you gotta chill because I love my girl. I'm trying to be with her. Like, I don't need you creating no stress in my relationship. Right. So it's kind of like he got some shit to work on and she got some shit to work on. Now his shit is a little bit worse to, if you ask me. But she definitely needs to get her life in order because there's no way you've been accusing that man of cheating that much while you still stand there. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like you say, as far as what we see on the show, he hasn't done anything and she's very obviously insecure. But at the same time, like those signs that he does exhibit of being, you know, emotionally abusive and uh, controlling and stuff, that even when he's not doing stuff outside of that, you can see it. And that therapy was very telling. And they they basically just two people that don't need to be be together. And we know they ain't together because in real time we know that she <laughs> that she was younger and made not in real time. Yeah. That's super yeah. wild. Oh yeah, she fucking with young and May. Young much and better, May got choice, much better choice than a dude. So Yeah. Yeah. You know well, you know she got a, a way more swaggy individual because Bow Wow is very childish. Young and May, she don't be doing a whole bunch of talking and shit like because uh, I forgot that last girl that she was with who was also with a rapper but uh, Young and May don't be about no drama and shit on social media so she definitely at the very least she she upgraded to somebody who not showing out on the internet and doing the fucking most all of the fucking time. So. Listen, a, a stud will love the fuck out of you. Yes, they probably gonna be married in two weeks. Yep. <laughs> they be broke up in two weeks too. Shit, one. <laughs> married in two, divorced in one. Um, right. But it won't be on no, no little bow wow shit. Yeah. Um. Before we go and move on to the next show, uh, I don't ever in my life want to see Deb tongue kissing a motherfucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like shout out to Deb for getting her groove back. She got her little cat daddy or whatever, but when that nigga stuck his tongue out to kiss her, I was disgusted. I thought that nigga was trying to catch a fly. That nigga was stuck his tongue to the nigga said, ah, yeah. ah, Come here. Ah. That's the nasty kiss. I don't want nobody Ooh. to kiss me with the ah. Well, yeah, I don't ah. want I don't want no nasty kiss like that. <laughs> that nigga that nigga stuck but, his tongue out like he was spit shining his shoes. Then they gonna show them going to the bedroom. I was like, just cut the scene before we even get here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm calling the police. Yeah, it, that's what I felt like doing. Um But you know, good good luck, Dale. Good luck, but we Good luck, God shit. bless. What's his name? Adonis? Adolf? What the fuck the nigga name is? Adolf. <laughs> Adolf. <laughs> 
All this, what's the nigga name? I don't know. I don't know his name. Yeah, I didn't write his name down because I was so disgusted. So Arturo, <laughs> nigga. Ahmad. Ahmad. Okay. Ahmad is his name. Ahmad. Yeah. Ahmad. Ahmad. You know that nigga ain't shit. Anyways, <laughs> ain't shit nigga name. Uh, so uh, pressing forward. Uh, we are rounding out to our VH1 shows. Yes. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna start with Black Ink Crew Chicago episode eleven, titled "Always Kill Donna," which usually that's what we do on this show. But <laughs> no, Black Ink. This ain't Chicago. Just Black Ink. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. New York. Yes, yes, Black Ink. Uh, uh I can't wait yeah. for Chicago to come back. But yeah, uh, yeah. This, uh, this, they, uh, this, the title of this episode was "Always Kill Donna," which is usually what we do on this show. But we can't. I, we, we talk. <laughs> that we was talk the name free. Of the title. <laughs> always. Yeah. Donna. Well, Donna always kill herself. True, but this episode. On this episode, though, yeah. when Donna's sister came up, first of all, I didn't know Donna had a twin sister. It's another one that looked just like her. That's exactly. <laughs> that's mm. No, they fraternal. No, I'm just saying. Oh, they that would be hilarious. They fraternal. Uh, first of all, this nigga Alex didn't know the difference between identical and fraternal twins. <laughs> the school system. The ghetto. The ghetto. Niggas was at PS23 doing nothing. Mm. <laughs> mm. You bump your head. That's why you should stop moving. Yeah. Mm. That ain't even her. You mad dramatic. <laughs> yeah, she went, she went her head like she just got popped in the head. Man gone somewhere. You showing out. <laughs> You're doing amazing, honey. But, but, uh, but first of all, let me say this. Because we hadn't been... <laughs> no, we, I gotta say this out. real quick. Donna and her sister are from Bedford fucking Ohio. If you are from, if any of our followers are listening to this and you are, you too are from Cleveland and surrounding areas, then you know that Donna and her sister are soft as fucking cat shit. Okay. So this whole tough girl shit they be doing, that shit is so weird because that ain't them. Donna is not some big bad hood bitch from the projects. The worst, the roughest living Donna did was when she got her ass to New York. Bedford and Bedford Heights are fucking suburbs. Mm. Well, when you want to be down, I guess. I don't know. But I know we took... Um, oh, go ahead, Mike. You'll get eight alive. Well, New York ate that tooth alive. She missing, so... Mm. Yeah. But, uh, but I wanted to say this, because uh, I know we took off for Thanksgiving and showed, so did Black Ink. But uh, Walt looked like an old Thanksgiving plate. I know y'all food was fucked up, but I'm just gonna—I <laughs> ain't gonna get going again on that today. I know y'all didn't—I know y'all didn't take heed to what I said, and so y'all had a miserable Thanksgiving. The dry ass turkey. We gonna have all four parts of that shit. On. Probably still eating leftovers. Y'all gonna get salmonella. Uh, all right. I know y'all got the runs. <laughs> Run with my Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> hey, listen. Oh, man. Man, listen. <laughs> Everybody on that show is kind of ugly. Yeah. 
First of all, Donna's sister needed to get slapped in her face. Like, That's this correct. is not going to beat around the bush because she did the fucking most with Alex. Talking about, I don't trust your judgment in men. That's a grown-ass bitch, bitch. If she... <laughs> If right. she like fucking no good niggas, that's on her. But you stepping in there and that man ain't been nothing but respectful and looking forward to me and some of her family. And you you come in there on some rah-rah sit- shit without your spanks on. But you needed a girdle on more than anything. You should have been fighting yourself, bitch, for leaving your shapewear back in Cleveland. That's what the fuck I do know. How much money you make. Is you up to date on your child support, bitch? Is you up to date on your weight loss journey? Mind your fucking business. Like, like Alex way nicer than me because I'd, I'd listen. Let me tell you something. You not go. The New York and him could have really ate her alive. Okay, I said this. If New Yorkers got nothing else, they got some comeback for your ass. You not finna just say what the fuck you want to say. Like I'm right. surprised he ain't your son a bitch to death. Your son. <laughs> hey my guy. Hey, listen, bitch. Hey, my bitch. I'm gonna ride your back back to Cleveland, bitch. Hey, you know a nigga get serious with a chick when he call her a nigga though. Yeah. Hey, my <laughs> nigga. Hey. Oh no. The thought of the thought of that nigga saying, Hey my bitch is killing me. Hey my bitch. Listen. A <laughs> B. <laughs> the fuck wrong with you? Cause that's Alex from like Harlem, right? <laughs> Any like from Harlem? I think so. Listen, yeah. and then we we listen. Love- New Yorkers, I don't want to have I don't want to have no Jonin contest with nobody from New York. One because they aggressive, and that just gonna make that shit stick even harder. Even if the shit not funny for real, it's so aggressive. You gonna right. you gonna look bad. You gonna feel the way. Either even if it ain't funny, you are gonna be like, wait a minute. Nigga. It's let me be. I know we off topic, but it's two people I never want to get into a roasting contest with people from New York and people from Atlanta. Because <laughs> people from Atlanta gonna head ass you to death, <laughs> face ass, they gonna face ass you, yeah, to death. yeah, yeah, yeah. Head ass and face ass is a staple, or old goddamn, they gonna old goddamn you. To oh, go. yeah, old goddamn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. goddamn. You old goddamn neck bone, marsupial face asshole. Like you be like, what? No words that are like phrases. They could string some shit together real nice. That the shit that'll make you fight. Somebody call you a neck bone, marsupial face asshole. You gotta beat them the fuck up. Don't even string that combination of words together with me, bitch. Respect me. Fuck around and get a Jonah contest from from a nigga or or woman from Atlanta. Oh shit, just in Georgia period here. They call you old slew foot faced ass bitch and you got the fight. First of all, slew foot. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, you got to fight them. You can't even just fight them. You got to fight their whole family. Just on GP. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just, but, I felt uh, like her sister was out of line. But what I did like was that Donna checked the shit out of her and then told her to find her own way back home. Right. I said this pregame. One, one, you could tell that Alex really loved Donna because I feel like he was looking at her like, oh, you see your sister talking crazy? But he, it wasn't like he was begging Donna to check her because Donna, the whole time, Donna was like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, chill. Like, can we get back to getting to know each and other? She, having a... she all getting loud in the restaurant like, bitch, sit down. Right. And then Donna, the whole time, Donna was like, 
she you could tell Donna was trying to check her in the restaurant, but not make a scene more than she already did, more than her sister already did. But at, when they was like one on one, Donna was like, "Bitch, what the fuck was you doing?" And then, like you said, she was like, "Since you want to show your ass, get your ass home on by your goddamn self." I was like, "That I good, Donna, good. That would that would have been me. Good." Uh, so, <laughs> you know what? Because I know Candace has been pushing this. This uh, <laughs> I know this has been getting on Candace's nerves since we've been covering it, covering it on this show. But I'm I'm a, I'm gonna set you up, Candace. First of all, Teddy and Tati can go to hell. I don't care about them being together because they both they both built like two old boxes that got some some Tupperware in them. I don't care. Like they both two pieces of bitches and they can go to hell. But. What I am tired of is Teddy doing all this goddamn performing about his brother. <laughs> Talk about he innocent. I just hated that I even have I to mean, go and I. Go ahead, Candace. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, man. Get you some birth control. <laughs> I'm so serious. She gonna unplug the shit and crawl off. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I I appreciate Teddy trying to keep up the front like his brother really ain't do nothing, but son, yeah. <laughs> son. <laughs> let me give you some New York, son, my guy, Yo, my, my dude. who is you fooling? Like, you can fool these white folks from Big Fish, but niggas know. Niggas know. Niggas know. You can't out nigga niggas. That case that he caught, that case his brother caught, that shit was not accidental. All right, because wasn't it was he? He tried to say they were just out on the stoop and the police reading books, and the police ran up on them and arrested them for murder. Like really, boy, boy, on the stoop. <laughs> Niggas from New York leave school and that's it. <laughs> Niggas leave all their books and they lock. <laughs> <laughs> reading a book ain't that what he said yeah yeah it was like my brother and some of his friends was on the on their stoop reading books and chilling nigga said they were oh, doing homework i don't fucking right have you ever listen 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 no 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 i ain't never in my life sat outside with my friends reading no fucking books and i'm, <laughs> I'm i consider myself kind of a nerd so what do that tell you Listen. <laughs> he said the police, the the task force ran up on his brother and their friends and basically accused them of gang activity and then charged them and then charged them with murder. Was this cooking fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> nigga didn't say nigga just said they was on the stoop reading books and the police came and arrested them for gang violence. Nigga said they arrested them while they were doing homework. <laughs> like Teddy boy, if you don't get the fuck off, you try to fool these white folks, but you can't fool us. But you know what? I I get it. Nah, I appreciate it. That's dope. I, I, I appreciate the front, but nigga, nigga. Yeah, because you can't really say nothing without incriminating your brother. Right. So you so gotta I, go with that lie, or else you put him in a bad situation because. You know they'll be like, well, your brother said on TV that you was in a gang. Yep. So you gotta be like, my brother was on the stoop reading books. But any any black person with a half of a brain knows that ain't no niggas was sitting on no stoop reading no fucking books. Niggas doing homework in bed, stop. 
Man, <laughs> <laughs> stop bootling. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you niggas. Bookland? Did you call it Bookland? Book- yeah. Bookland. Hey, man, you gotta go. <laughs> Bookland. When it finally hit you, it hit you, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Out felonies. They don't sell books, they sell pamphlets. <laughs> right outside the bodega. Oh my god, I'm on the floor. Listen, oh, his brother took a plea deal. This motherfucker in the sneaker store crying and shit. Tati talk, wait, B, talk to me. What's wrong, babe? You don't want to buy shoes. Like, man, shut your Pie face looking ass up, bitch. Shut up. That is a listen. I oh, Patty pie face asshole. Fuck you. Hey she, hey, she look like Peppa Pig. That bitch get on my nerves. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Hey, the bitch rude. Peppa Pig, mad rude. She called Daddy Pig fat. <laughs> Daddy Pig is like, my belly is not that big. She was like, yes, it is. <laughs> Peppa Tati. <laughs> <laughs> Tati Pig. Tati, tati Pig. Tati Pig. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, man. We are doing amazing. Um, so, I, we have rightfully got on Donna Case about the way she done moved and her taking on heels when they don't need to be, need to be died on, but, um, well, let's not just Donna though. Um Well, let's rewind. Let's 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 rewind a little bit. Sky's still opening her store. And the only thing I fought Sky for is lying to kick it. Um yeah. and then not remembering that you lied to kick it. Yeah, and putting this putting this shit on, on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram you saw it. But here's the thing, she should have never backed down. Right, and that's that's the, that's the the thing with me. She should have never backed down, and then resorted to lying. There is nothing C's can do to stop her from opening her own boutique. And and not only did Donna uh, feel the same, feel away, so Kitty. did Kitty. Kitty's yeah. like, what the fuck do that got to do with your tattoo shops? Right. Um, I feel like so. Um. I feel like C's realizes that of all of the cast members, Sky is probably the most popular um, outside the show. Yep. Um, you think you feel threatened? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because, and we was talking about this pregame, it, may, it literally makes no sense that he would have been so fucking mad that Sky had about the idea to fucking bikinis. I, like, nigga, like, first of all, first of all, and I, I, I saved this part for the show. I ain't saved this pregame. Let's, let's keep it a book. Okay, London. Get out the mic. 
Len, she wanted to make up for this. She wanted to say something. Say hello. Say hi. No. Right. No. <laughs> say hello. Okay. Hmm. But yeah. But, she, uh, uh, but, but let, hold on. Let me say this, Ken. Because I, I waited to say this for the show. Let's keep it a book. Because C's whole thing was that Sky can't do both. She can't do blacking and run a boutique. Let's keep it all the way a book. He don't you, do both. I, you don't have to do shit to be in Black Ink. You got Teddy. Don't nobody even tattoo in that motherfucker. Don't nobody tattoo. We ain't in that seen nobody do a tattoo in Black Ink in like three months. Right. This was the first time we seen somebody do a goddamn tattoo. This episode when C's did it when he was mad at Sky had to blow off steam, quote unquote. I'm like, you big little bitch. But anyway, you don't have to do you shit. Chat lit bitch to go. <laughs> Need to buy some stock in Carmex ass, bitch. Okay. Oh, ain't got none of your side teeth, but always talking money ass, bitch. Like, go to the fucking dentist and start worrying about what the fuck Sky doing. Because what Sky did do is when she got some money, she got that body, them teeth, and every fucking thing else together. Even went back for them goddamn uh, bad decision-making ass kids she got. That's okay. Um, so, C's whole thing is like, you can't do both like... Like, Scott can't do both, nigga. You can't do both. You don't do both. You barely you manage your fucking shops. Barely. You got a meltdown opening the shop in fucking New Orleans. And the people that... The only person I can give credence to that do do some shit, speaking of New Orleans, was Kitty. Because wasn't nobody else doing shit but Kitty. Getting the damn show together. Which is why I'm so fucking confused how... Okay, so never... Hold on. C's finds out that Scott's still opening her shop. Shop... Uh, her boutique. Scott come back into the shop. They get into it. He cuss her out. He fire her. This motherfucker promotes Tati to vice president of Black Ink. And that and and Donna, based on the previews from next week, Donna walk out like nigga, what the fuck? And I can't fault Donna. Like this is a hill that Donna going down. That I I'm actually with her on down. And, and I I mean listen like like we said we've said it the past like last time we recorded. Sky is doing nothing wrong by opening up something that could be hers, that could secure her financially. Like, she ain't doing nothing wrong. Right. She's not stopping C's bag. Like, I think that's the other part of it. Like, he act like she's stopping He's his such bag. a bozo that why wouldn't... So, Sky opening up a boutique. Boom. You need to go open up a tattoo shop in Miami. Boom. Sky selling black ink merchandise with some of the other shit. We live. Like, right. the nigga is so fucking stupid and ridiculous. Like, I'm right. like, you know what? Sees, uh, eat shit and die. Um, because yeah. I'm gonna tell you what really fucked me up was throughout that whole ordeal, and they don't show him until like towards the end with Skywalk out, but dad's sitting right there. Dad's sitting right there. Like, how the and fuck you cuss? somebody Listen, out in front of their kid like that like what type call, of trash ass nigga is you how you call somebody a bitch right in front of their kid and let me tell you something see so he said that in front of the right son because later that would have been genesis <laughs> see see he definitely would have died you just said he can die he definitely would have died because but but he said that in front of the right son because you know Dez is all you know passive and peace and even though he can't make no good decisions for shit but you know but later that would have been Genesis. Exactly. I was just like, oh, nah, you a fuck nigga seeds. And that's why we don't never give you no f- your flowers on the show because you're going to always fuck it up like a fuck nigga do. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. He's, he's never going. But 
He's never you give him one inch, he gonna regress and take like three miles back. Now you can't never even when the nigga right, you can't really say he right for too long because he gonna fuck it up. Even when he right, he wrong. That, yeah. Yo, he really is one of them niggas where even when he right, he wrong. Yep. Because uh now nah, like I said, like well, I agree with you in that Sky Sky should have just stood her ground. She shouldn't have like she she called in sick to go to Miami. I was like, Sky girl, what the fuck is you doing? But that's the only thing I really fought her for because, like I said, you don't have to do shit in Black Ink to be part of Black Ink. Teddy don't do shit in Black Ink. Teddy don't do shit. Walt don't do shit. Tati don't do shit, which is also why I got a problem with him promoting her. And also, so why we here? If anybody, you gonna promote the VP of operations? Wouldn't it be somebody that's been there a lot longer than um? Then Tata has because Tata no, wouldn't it be somebody that gets shit done like Kitty? That right, 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 right. So it's just like that's why I know we dragged her because she was wrong when she said it, but she had a point. It's like, see, when Donna talked about C's loyalty, he really got a fucked up concept of loyalty. He really do. Donna wasn't the right person to say it at the time that she said it, but she didn't lie. He got a real fucked up concept of loyalty, professionalism, and just being an overall human being. Because I'm like, nigga, of all the fucking people you're going to promote the VP, you're going to promote Tati. Tati, who don't shit, who don't do shit but chase behind Teddy. Really? Tati. Don't, the, per, the person that don't do shit but get beat the fuck up. Tati, that's who you're going to promote the VP of, of Operation C's? Really? When Kitty, like, literally right there, literally is the reason that you got a shop in New Orleans that runs functionally because she took care of it while the rest of y'all was being the fuck stupid. Really? It don't sound like she need to really do much anyway. True. VP of operations? That sounds like a bullshit title. Pretty much. Well, I mean, shit. Fair. That, that is true. But he only doing that despite Sky, though. Yep. That's really oh, the only yeah, because because she, she don't like her. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, because, Scott, oh, Scott don't really care for Tati, so yeah, yeah, kind of a slap in the face. But I mean, Fuxies as a whole, as a yeah. as a Fuxies as a whole, as a tattoo artist, as a business, as a brand, all that yeah. shit. Fuck him. Right. But ba- for the Fuck preview, baby mama with that overbite. Yeah. <laughs> but for the preview, and we gonna see Wednesday. But the preview looks lit because in the preview. When Ted, when C's promote uh, Tati, Donna walk out, call him a fuck nigga, and kind of put her hand in his face, and C's bow up at her, and uh, and and Donna don't back down. Like Donna in that nigga face, and Donna got a hole like three feet on that nigga. <laughs> and the security getting in between them and all that shit, and we don't see it, but we hear C's making a fuss, and he like. Fuck you, Donna. I'll beat your ass, and I'll beat Alex's ass, too. And, listen. I think I've been saying this for a while, or we've been saying this for a while, but Alex is putting up with a lot of shit talking from C. Because C is his boss. Because, listen. 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 Ain't but so many many times you gonna talk to me in any old kind of way, or or my lady in any old kind of way, and we not scrapped. (laughs) Like I, I don't, we gonna see Wednesday with the premiere, but I don't know, I don't know about this, Alice, because you, you been taking a lot of shit from C. 
for no damn reason. I don't know. Like, boss or not, like, you, I mean, you already accustomed to fighting because your daddy beat your ass. You might have to blow up on this nigga, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It ain't, ain't was so much that a nigga with lips like that gonna talk to me in all kind of way. I'm sorry. Right. Now that's so, true. So, we, we'll see. But, I don't know. I don't know, Alex. You might have to turn into the sea slayer because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see next week. Hopefully, we get the theater. Yes. So uh, speaking of speaking of, and we're gonna wrap up and get out of here. The premiere, it was the returning premiere, of the first episode of Love and Hip Hop New York season nine, episode one, Arrested Development. There's a lot to unpack here. Not that much to unpack. First of all, uh, I'm pretty satisfied with the cast this season. Only Same. thing missing is Jim is Jim and Chrissy. Uh yeah. I wish they'd make up with well, I wish Mona would make up with them so that they could get so they come back to the show. But uh Yeah. Uh, uh oh. He had one of the best rebrands of all time. Mm. Joe fucking Button had one of the best rebrands of all time. That nigga went from a walking joke to uh, an accused woman beater to one of the biggest, most influential voices in hip hop. Uh, while not rapping. Well, thank God for that. Uh, (laughs) Hey, listen, I'm not saying a nigga can't rap, but that nigga... That nigga rap like he always about to take his own life. It's just too much. It's too emotional all the time. He rap like that nigga, old. if he gon' if, if that nigga rap, he need to get back to pump it up type shit. You know what? Joe, Joe rap like a like, Joe rap like an old man that just got on a roller coaster for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I fuck with the rebrand. I've listened. To, I listen to Joe's podcast from time to time. Um. He got something special there. Look, I'm gonna just say that. Uh Tax went to jail so the Joe Budden podcast could could walk. But um Yo, Joe, yo, real quick, side note. Hey, hey man, hey, 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 tax be really tweeting from jail talking to y'all any old kind of way. Any, yeah, I ain't I, I don't think that's tax for real though. I hope it's not, because that motherfucker would have a lot of nerve. Hey a nigga. Hey, a nigga that don't have a nigga talking about I never switch places with y'all. Yes, you would, bitch. Right. He would switch places with us. He would give anything to be free. He wouldn't switch places with me because I wouldn't let him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were fighting Mike. uh, (laughs) Joe, Joe and Sin is on the show. Um, from the previews, I mean, we they gave us a little some comedy and shit because so. There's a huge age difference between Sin and Joe. Yep. Sin is 26. Joe is what, 40? 38, I think. Oh, Joe, 38. I believe so. Joe's 38. Sin is 26. Mm. They have a, um, when they're showing this, they have a son. Um, he's like, I look like in the, when they were filming it, he's like six, seven months or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, she wants some dick and Joe tired. And she is acting like a child about it. Like, uh, and I, and I don't mean it. I don't mean no harm when I say this. If y'all listen to this, I don't mean no harm. But uh, 
Joe is taking care of sending his baby and himself, and he got to fucking work. Um, from the looks of it, Joe has really turned his life around in terms of like getting clean, being sober, uh, reestablishing his career. Now he got his own family again, and it, and so it's kind of like, hey, bitch, I got to get up and go to work. These checks ain't gonna ain't gonna cash themselves. I I would just like to point out the fact that seeing on national TV bagging her nigga for dick and that shit is hilarious to me. It's and you know what? It's hilarious because it well it's hilarious just because she childish. But for me, like I understood where Joe was coming from, but at the same time, he made a a terrible mistake by not. Uh, acknowledging her feelings on the situation. Yeah. I feel like Joe, I feel like Joe, one of them niggas where it's like, how can I say this? I feel like Joe's one of them niggas where he like, <laughs> he like, don't like the, the, the romance aspect of it is gone. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how niggas well, get stuck in their way. It's easy for it to go when you have a baby. Like, the the like babies are are very much so they are financially consuming they are time consuming they suck the life out of their energy their energy consuming i don't want to say suck the life that's a bad phrase but they take a lot of your energy like energy that you might have for your mate you have for them because everything is about them and so if you couple in having a new baby with you know all these all these business deals or all these career opportunities coming in and you taking them because you want to make sure you and your, your girl and your, your newborn baby can eat. Like you will get to a point where sex is the last thing on your mind. And that's, I'm not faulting him for that. I'm faulting him for not, uh, you, you can go in your own room. I gonna act like I'm inconveniencing you by talking. Get on birth control, child. Uh, <laughs> I I do fault him for not acknowledging how she feels, and because she had very valid points. And in the previews, you see her open up about you know dealing with postpartum and yep. suffering with that, and so how she's behaving and how she feel that's a big part of postpartum because you don't feel sexy, mm-hmm. you do feel like your life is revolving around a child and nothing else, and so. Again, like my issue with Joe is him saying, uh, what are you even like in one of the previews? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it's kind of I'm kind of like, yo, and I hate to be this person to say it, but he wasn't really around for his oldest kid. So a lot of men don't know what postpartum look like because they don't be with the child's mom or they don't be in that in her life when she's at dealing with these newborn babies and shit. So, yeah, that's why I was like, he kind of was being a dick about it. But at the same time, you could tell he's just trying to secure a financial future for them. But he could have went about it completely different. But when she called him senior citizen ass dick, I was howling. (laughs) Same. 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 I feel like he's looking at it as a long... He's looking at the long long term, but he's not thinking about the short term things you got to do intermediate to get to the long term, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, but exactly like you said, though they like complete opposites on yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum now. 
Yeah. Because as you get older like that too, I mean, for I know for like just in general when you work and you got a kid, like your sex drive go down. Like you don't be trying to like do it every three minutes. She said they was doing it five to six times a day. Like, bitch, what? (laughs) I was like, huh? How many? Goddamn, Joe is Joe is in trouble. Somebody has to go save him. Five or six times a day. That's like one of those tweets you see. (laughs) You saying Sam was going full pick me? Come on, yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Five to six times a day. Hey man, listen. That's three hundred and sixty-five days. My math ain't even that good, so I don't know what that is. But a lot. It's a high number. Mad lot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Hey, I'm not fucking you tonight. (laughs) No, fam, we're not doing that. My nigga, you want some more dick? What's what the fuck? Like, how much? How much is too much? Like, I was like five to six. Like, maybe I heard you wrong. Like, five to six daily. I thought maybe she meant like a week. (laughs) Even Even that's that's a lot. lot. <laughs> Five to six times a day, though. Hey, Sam. That's, that's that's when I that's when I thought to myself, like, oh yeah, Sam don't got no job. That's what I listen. That's what I said. <laughs> hey, if, if you if you went to my timeline when I was live tweeting, I was like, I guess you can have that much sex when you just stay home all day. Like you don't got nothing but time and energy. Especially this was before they had a baby together and shit. So you ain't have she like her getting pregnant was inevitable having that much sex. Hey, Sam was like, Sam was like, they ain't have like quadruplets or something. Hey, five to six times a day. Hey, I would divorce you if you expected some sex that much. I'll be like, listen, divorce myself. Hey, B, we, I'm going to see a divorce attorney, my guy, my (laughs) nigga, my nigga. I want a separation. Matter of fact, if I ever say something like that, shoot me right then and there. I am in the dick. What's wrong with me? <laughs> right in the dick. <laughs> right, in, right in the balls. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going to play these games with you. I love, pew, how pew. Mike, I love how Mike is utterly, has been utterly appalled at the five to six times <laughs> a day. Mike, Listen, Mike has been utterly disgusted. Listen, when me and Mike was long distance, when we was long distance, when we would like see each other, and like we would be, we would do that like two to three times a day. Like we'd be dead by the last day. It'd be like, let's just cuddle. Do you want to cuddle? Like, let's just over five let's, or six times a day. You ain't sore. Like let's just soak in the tub. <laughs> let's, just let's just lay up. Hey, no sex. By hey. the time it would be time for one of us to go back home, like we'd be like, whoo. Glad you taking your ass back home. Joe was, was walking to that podcast with his dick in the uh, cast five to six times a day. Hey man, fucking hey, ridiculous. Hey, fucking hey, that, ridiculous. Hey, hey, he walking with a slinky. <laughs> <laughs> you put my shit in the sling. Like I'm not, <laughs> I ain't got time for this. Like, listen, I'm hey, hey man, <laughs> that's way too much dicking. Hey, hey, seems like a stack of months is equal to a hundred strokes a day. <laughs> Oh, holy shit. Oh, man. I just remembered that, too. I'm like, this? Yeah, man. Joe need prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, got, good, got, good luck. This whole, out of that whole conversation. Yeah. Joe need uh-huh. 
He's not, he not living in a healthy environment. The nigga is a prisoner. Nigga, prisoner to the pussy. The nigga a sex slave, basically. <laughs> nigga, 40-year-old sex slave. That nigga needs some Cialis. He come off the podcast and she like, okay, it's time. He like, nah. Ooh, that's why them podcasts be four hours. I just want to go home. <laughs> I tried to make a beeline for the hotel. My nigga said, no, 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 no. That nigga sound like somebody who had been enslaved. No, 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 no. You sure? No, no. Let's just go home. I just want to go home. Take me home. Please, I got to pee. Let's go home. Hey, he turned into the woman from Get Out. No, oh my no. god! That nigga say no, no. I just want to go home, please. Yeah, that ain't it, man. She say no, cause if we go home, I ain't gonna get no dick. <laughs> she said, we can't just do that at home. She was like, "You just gonna go to sleep?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man, that's, Ooh. that's what I'm trying oh. to do. Go home, oh, go to sleep. Speaking, speaking of retarded. Jewels is on my motherfucking TV with them Tyler's and Tierra's flippers. Hey, that man. motherfucker ain't get them teeth fitted for nothing. That motherfucker on the show sounded like he just got them teeth. He hey, ain't even mother- learned how to use them yet. Hey, Jewels on the TV sounded like Chris Brown. Nah, Chris got all his teeth. Jewels is sounding like something else. That hey. n- man's ain't got no teeth. That nigga got them new teeth in. They just be chattering and shit in the microphone. Like you could just hear his teeth chattering like it's cold outside and shit. Holy shit. Nigga sound like he got a spit. Then, then, then what pissed me off? What pissed me off? What pissed me off is that that motherfucker tried to make us think that he was only doing lean and popping pills. We are black, my nigga. We, the court audience, we are niggas, nigga. We are niggas, nigga. We know what different type of drug addicts look like. This is a part of our history, our DNA, our bloodlines. We know what different type of drug addicts look like. I'm going to tell you, lean addicts are fat. They are fat. If you remember what Pimp C looked like before he died, he was fat. Gucci. If you remember what DJ Screw looked like before he died, he was fat. Lean blows you up. It makes you fat. Pill popping ain't never made nobody teeth come out. (laughs) You know what make your teeth come out? Crack. 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 You are a crackhead. Hey, you know what I'm hey. saying? With emphasis, crack. You got to hey. get the whole CR stuff. Crack. You're hey. doing crack, Jewels. Crack make your teeth fall out. Hey, Jewel was on the TV talking about how somebody that had a spit cut by their nightstand. Nice oh, man. This shit here. Doing crack. <laughs> crack. Hey, man. Yeah, I took a pause and I came back. Crack. Hey, Joel's what that sounded like. Hey, Joel's what that sounded like, Sister Odell. I was screaming. Hey, (laughs) he really, like, I couldn't get over that. When me and Mike talked about it, I was like, hey. Hey. (laughs) I was like, this nigga gonna say he be doing lean and popping pills. No, you be doing, you be doing, you be doing crack. The heroin. You gotta say it like that. No, he ain't even doing heroin. That motherfucker look like a zombie. You doing crack. 
Hey, he, yo, he really do look like a walker from The Walking Dead. <laughs> you get on my nerves. <laughs> Man. Zombie Santana. Zombie Santana. Crackhead Santana. <laughs> yo. All the same things we trip in this episode. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of them though, so uh, Kim Bella, first Kim of Bella. all, mm. Mm. never met a bra that she could fit. Uh, listen, your Kim titties Bella. is big, Kim Bella. Even if you get a bra your size, your titties is still gonna be big, Kim Bella. You got big titties, Kim Bella. No matter what you put them in, your titties gonna be big, bitch. So stop trying to buy them little bitty ass training bras, bitch. Leave them for the for the tweens. Hey, remember that. <laughs> Remember that um girl on Twitter that that used to be like that? What a breed that breed ass girl on Twitter? Oh yeah, that's like she be titties like big as like a whole table and wearing a little bit of ass bra. That's what I think of when well, I. You got Kimbella. big titties. Your titties is big no matter what. I'm like Cambella. You got enough titties. All right, they still gonna be big. No matter where you put big titties, they big. She got enough titties for all of the Bronx. She got. She got way too nice of a body to be dressed so trash. That bitch was at the park with her titties falling out her shirt. Okay, listen, side, listen, ho ho. You know how big your titties is. Well, everything that you wear that you got a side boob in. That's Kimbella. Kimbella and Joelle's are engaged. Nigga got down on one knee and put the ring on the wrong finger. If that's not an omen, I don't know what is. But first of all. Candace, you better than me because I ten years. Um, and she put a post on social media that said, you know, if you love your man, you will stay down and mm. then you will finally get your ring. Bitch, I ain't never been that down. Mm. I ain't mm-mm. mm mm Congratulations to them. That nigga proposed to you while he on his way to jail. But good luck, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> hey, that nigga proposed. That nigga locked you up so you couldn't be getting no outside dick, even though you probably still gonna get some. Then we're going to have to deal with him getting out of jail and divorcing you because you cheated on him while he was in jail. So I see what Mona is doing. We see you. We see you. Nobody mm. else see you, bitch. We see you. Yeah, that nigga got down on one tooth. DC's is still in jail. So he ain't never getting out. That nigga been in jail for eight years, ain't he? <laughs> mm-hmm. That nigga been in jail for that, part two. That nigga been in jail for three presidential terms. I am what I am interested in seeing because I really don't care about Joel's and Kimbella's storyline because I feel like after nine years, multiple kids being cheated on, being abused, him being a crackhead, him being broke, and him about to go to jail. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah, we at the end of the rope, you know. But Kimbella and Yandy going to be beefing this season. Yeah, like beefing, beefing, and what's so funny about that is. One of my favorites, though she got down on her knees and proposed to a man, Chrissy Lumpkin, Lampkin, whatever her name is. Uh, she been told us Yandy was a snake. Yep. Ben, 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 Ben yep. said. And now everybody is seeing Yandy for what she is and they sick about it. But in the previews, Yandy and Kimbella is going at it. Yep. Scrap, scrap, scrapping. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's my kind of carrying on, right? Because you know this shit been brewing, because because uh, Kimbella and Joel wasn't on last season, but the season prior to that, when Yandy was managing Joel's quote unquote, that shit started brewing then. Then, so you know it's it's really interesting that they still but got I, that I bad. I do look. think Yandy is trash because from what it looked like, she goes behind 
Kim back to be having conversations with Jewels and shit, and that's weird to me. Yeah, that's, like, that's why they got into you it before. You don't manage him no more, or I don't know if she's still managing him or not, but things pertaining to his home life, you have no business having a conversation without Kim Bella present. That shit looks sneaky and weird. Especially if that's supposed to be your friend. Yeah, because that's why they got into it last time, remember, because Kim Bella was, Yandy was crossing the boundary between business and friendship, and which made it worse on Yandy, because it's like, you're friends with both of them, but like, like Candace said, like, I, I'm like, why would you have a conversation cr- about personal shit with someone's spouse and you friends with both of them? Like, that don't make no sense. Yeah, you could just mind your business. That too. So also we, as well. So we go. So we gonna see. I will say though, <laughs> in one of the previews, Yandy told Kimbella, "If you gonna jump, leap." And I was like, "Not nah, Yandy." You know nah, you Yandy. can't fight, bitch. Not nah, Yandy. I mean, Kimbella. Kimbella. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to say, I mean, fighting ass niggas in a fight. That's yeah. gonna be a long ass fight. Them bitches yeah. gonna be fighting till next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to say the ghost of Chrissy is still still haunting Because <laughs> Chrissy used to beat Kimbella ass on several. <laughs> That's when Mona started had get started to have to uh, get security. Yeah, that right there. Yeah. Chrissy Chrissy single handedly made Mona get security when she beat Kimbella. Ass. Yeah, she took that ass whooping. And uh, <laughs> she was scarred. Hey, I bet if you say Chrissy three times fast in front of Cambella, she gonna break out in high. <laughs> Bitch is a high. Mm. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I am interested for the mess brewing between her and Yanni because that's you know I mean you know why we're here. You know why we. You here. know, speaking of mess, you know what I enjoyed. I am glad that somebody told Safari what we all have been thinking. Yeah. You are fucking corny. Yeah. yeah. Stop being so fucking corny and weird. Yeah. Like, stop doing the fucking most. Yeah. Nigga got booed at Dykeman. Nigga said, all I, all I said was blah, blah, blah. Then niggas was throwing fresh food at my face. <laughs> First of all, I feel like if you get, if you get fresh food thrown at you, you deserve it. Nigga got a wiener thrown at now, his if face. If you've never been to Dykeman at any of those games, I'm I'm really as confused as Joe was as to why Safari was there. Like that Joe, is not his type of crowd at all. I was just about to say, like, like if we look at it, like if we look at it as a whole, even when Safari was with Nikki and any help, because he she claimed he never wrote for her. So, well, you know, we don't have no proof to say otherwise, but. When he was with her, when he was working with her, he was making Nikki was making music for women. When we see him on these TV shows, all he is is surrounded by women. This nigga got a line of coconut oil where he like to take his shirt off and rub coconut oil on his face on his body. Your target audience is not no niggas at Dykeman. Not no niggas at no basketball game either. Yeah. Especially not in Dykeman. Them niggas don't wanna uh them niggas don't wanna hear no safari. First of all, it, the only the people who would go there and perform would be like Mano, the Locks, Mano, uh, Casanova. People who make um, music that make you want to fight. Yeah, yeah, that's not Safari. And that old braggadocious ass song he did, like I fuck bitches, y'all wish y'all could. Like them niggas. That wasn't like, even in the song. 
he just came out his mouth and said that after they was throwing food at him. Oh, see, yeah. that's why he yeah. almost got beat after- the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't nobody at no basketball game want to hear no sexy flexy ass song from no nigga who be walking around shirtless with fur coats on. <laughs> hey, you just you had a damn pickup game and a nigga that we wear first talk about I can fuck your bitch. <laughs> hey, like, like Safari is hey. so extra, and the, the extra is fine because again, it's a lot of women who love fucking Safari. They lust after him. And you, like I said, like if anybody know about a career taking a hit, it's Joe Button. And so I feel like he was. It's I'm glad he gave him advice that somebody around him should have been giving him. Yo, you need to be this nigga you want to be. You don't have no reason to be performing at Dykeman Park. You don't make Dykeman Park music. Nah. And then you, on top, you, you, and then on top of that, he was also he moving real crazy as well. Like after he got robbed. That shit, they they, yeah. they talked about that shit. Like the, the nigga shit. was on the radio crying and shit. The shit that he and then, did. And, um, then, and then two weeks later, you go out and buy new jewelry. Yeah, yeah. he being weird. My nigga. Then they brought up the shit how he moved when he was in hot in uh, Hollywood, and we saw that last season and on the reunion. So I I enjoy uh I enjoy seeing Lala's Mister on there. Her. I don't know what the male name is for a mistress, so I'm gonna call him a mister. But uh, <laughs> nah, it's something more. Oh, like a like oh, like the actual term. Yeah, oh. but uh, I I agree with Mayno. First of all, the woman fucking with Mayno who got shot. That's hilarious, but not hilarious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, of course, of course, a woman fucking with Mayno got shot in the league. Of course. Of course. Yeah, it, you can't write that. She just caught a stray. In like, the leg, though. Nigga right. act like it hit her. It just missed her spine and shit. Nigga say she's still having mental breakdowns about it. Man, wobble your ass on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> shit great. Hey, 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 but that's some hood nigga hood woman stuff. That's some, that's some hood romance. <laughs> yeah, that's some They gonna be together forever. Got to now. Right. <laughs> might take a bullet while they at your show. He you can't gotta even, love he can, Yeah, he can't even break up with her now because every time, every time he she do some shit, she shit. probably bring it up. Remember when I got shot? He like, oh, god damn it! All right, hey, bitch, get right. in this bed. <laughs> All hey. right, man, I will take the trash out. Fuck it. Hey, hey, that, hey, that, hey, she really do got a big joke for that nigga though. Anybody take a bullet for your ass? Like, what can you do? You can't say shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'd like I. uh I do, and like I enjoy Mano being like, I don't have no problem with dude, but he moved funny. Either you a killer or you a civilian, right? But you can't like, do both. You can't. You can't be crying, talking about I saw my life flash before my eyes, but at the same time, you know, you think you acting like you run with killers. You're not running with killers because if you was, you wouldn't have got robbed. If you did get robbed. You know what I mean? Something would have happened after that. Morning. Niggas don't respect you, and that's just what the fuck it is. You're not no tough guy. Even in the industry, you know mostly as Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend that she kept a secret for a long time. You're not a tough guy. Yes, you Jamaican, but you're not one of them type of Jamaicans. So go put on your fishnet shirt, calm the fuck down, and go about your fucking day. All right. Real uh, quick, real quick, real quick. Not a double bag. 
too much. But I, also, because I, I put this in my notes, is it just me or does, is it is it Cambella more bronzer than a motherfucker? Or is it just me? Oh, uh, yeah. She always be wearing too much highlighter and shit. I'm like, you, she was bronzy as shit. I'm like, and maybe it's just because I hadn't seen her in a while, but I'm like, has Cambella always been this goddamn bright? She, no, she put on, she wear a lot of uh, bronzer. Okay, okay. I I just wanted to make that note because I'm, I, I and I like I said I thought maybe it was just because I hadn't seen it in a minute, but I'm like you look like a participation trophy here, Kimber. I'm like what the fuck? You stupid. This look like a Miss Congeniality trophy. <laughs> <laughs> now last runner up since she getting engaged to before he go to jail. Yeah, yeah. My bad. That's. Mm. Uh, but anyway, moving on. I think the last thing I had in my notes was Jacquay still ugly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad. His girl ain't no no more. Oh yeah, they kicked her fight now. <laughs> That's what I'm mad about. Let's talk about that. I'm, I'm too well, mad about not, that. You know what? I take that back. So, uh, I forget the bitch name. What's her name? Cayenne. Cayenne. Yeah. Cayenne is spicy and homophobic. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, oh, shit! Very homophobic. She. If I'm not mistaken, she was supposed to come back until her and Jaquay broke up. And then she started uh, posting stuff about him, like in transsexuals and he gay and he old dick in a booty ass nigga and using oh. the, F- using oh, the no. bomb and all that carrying on. Mm-hmm. Um, so she pretty I much. See that. Yeah, she pretty much wrote her walking papers. Yeah. Um, uh, after Mo- that. Yeah. Mona was um, like, we, we love trash, but we ain't going to go that far. Yeah, I mean, you know, fuck you and eat shit, Cayenne. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, Suffer. Yeah. Bitch, fumble. Don't nobody fumble a bag like a bitch who ain't used to getting one. That that is a word. That. That I got to agree with you myself. I just gave a good old (laughs) sermon real quick. (laughs) Three second sermon. You really did. She ain't Mm. used to getting no money, so she fucked it all up. Mm. Uh, let me just say, I'm glad to not see Little B and Drew and those motherfuckers. Yes, agreed. Little B, <laughs> Little B, Little B. Why you, I thought it was Young B. Oh, whatever the bitch name is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how irrelevant she is. <laughs> Bianca, <laughs> Little B. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Ryan on this season? I hope. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's. Mm. They got. <laughs> they got a. Uh, I would. I was assuming that they would have. Um, have her on there Especially after that after Nikki after shit. The, yeah. But I think that shit happened after they filmed. Uh, yeah, I think so too. That Nikki shit. That Nikki and Cardi shit. Hey. Hey, have Mariah Lynn and Mama recovered from that ass beating at the barbs game? That's the type of shit I want to see. <laughs> Hopefully they didn't already made plans to bring her back for next season just to talk about it. Listen, uh, hey, that, that, that's also another fuck you to Mariah Lynn, girl. How you get your mama beat the fuck up for some shit that ain't You don't mind no business. <laughs> that's what happened when you're on my journey. I was, I was just thinking, though, her mama crackhead. It ain't the first time she done beat up. She bounced right back. That shit, her mom was probably talking shit like that weak ass punch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'd have had my drug dealers knock my teeth out way harder. All right. All right. <laughs> she been to jail too. She definitely been beat up worse. She was pregnant in jail, so I know she talked. 
<laughs> hey, man. <laughs> nah, they probably was slingshotting the prenatals down her throat. <laughs> Say ah, bitch. No, all right. Okay, my bad. Uh, <laughs> lastly, before we get on up out of here, Rich Dollars looks like he got his diabetes under control. However, his baby mama crazy than the motherfucker. Jericho mm. K. Hall is on trial for domestic violence and aggravated assault after she shot her husband in March of this year. Um, I did some Googles before we started recording and I can't find what the court ruling was on the case. Like, I don't know if she's in jail or not, but there's a rich posted a picture of his daughter and the and miracle with him on his Instagram from November 11th. And it looks like a fairly recent picture based on pictures that the daughter had posted in November. So she's not in jail as of yet. Or maybe she got off, but there's no details on the case. Like, was there domestic violence involved on his end? Was it, is she the crazy bitch or what? Um, and so until, I mean, I'm, I, well, she's the one that was charged with domestic violence and aggravated assault. So a big fuck you to Miracle K. Hall. Cause we don't do that domestic violence shit. Keep your hands to your motherfucking self. Um, and your guns and your bullets to yourself too. <laughs> <laughs> bang bang shoot him up Stop. all right <laughs> that's bow 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 but i was just i was saying earlier <laughs> just had me cracking up bow 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 <laughs> nah i was just saying earlier any bitch named miracle k will shoot you and i don't know why her husband she thought did. otherwise she said bow 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 yep so yeah, so I'm interested in that storyline and seeing like if she end up going to jail or not or whatever. Um, and I feel like it's gonna be an interesting season. Shout out to Side Eye Special because he was like, "Yeah, I remember when you told Mona she needed to revamp the cast in New York. She owe you a check, Mona. Oh, Missy Elliott Light, you owe me a check. I'm gonna yep. need that. I'm gonna need mine." Because uh, who? Huh? Who need what? Huh? We? Yeah, we. No, no, together. No, me, me, (laughs) me. One of the co-creators of Ratchet Ramblers need mine. (laughs) No, no. As a family. Uh uh. Me. all. When you get paid. Nope. I get paid. No, when you get paid, we get paid. When I get paid, I get paid. Nah, that's what I just said. No. Anyways, (laughs) niggas trying to you ain't you ain't with me. You wasn't with me slaving on the podcast treadmill. I definitely was. Nah, just on two K. That's it. I was still in the gym. Nah. Anyway. For more of this hilarious Mary Balto, check out the Not So Newlywed podcast. I'm <laughs> hey, come on, Segway. Come on. Come on. Hey. Well, they don't call me Vice President Big Knees for nothing. Yes. Uh so I think we just wrapping up. We I'm I'm like I said, I'm in, I'm excited to see what New York has to offer. Please don't disappoint me, Mona. Please. Right. Um Cause I can't stand no more love and hip hop disappointments. Cause Hollywood was some trash. So, right. 
Uh, yeah. Tell him exactly. And get get Joel some new teeth before he go to jail. <laughs> get him some permanent dentures. Right. Because yeah, yeah. niggas would be to knock them flippers out. Hey, she done got... <laughs> hey, that's enough. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, well, that's just been the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. <laughs> niggas, boy. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do feel like Kim Bella set him up. <laughs> you going to jail. You ain't going to cheat on me with another bitch. Hey, you, you, you get the ring. She no, I think she. I ring. think she did it Y'all so he can't. So he can't cheat with no more women. Nah, you. I think hey. that would be a pretty plot. That nigga just about to be in jail. He gonna be. He gonna belong to Big Mo now. You are going to jail. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> oh man, we are. We are terrible people. <laughs> we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Before we before we go, make sure guard. Before we go, check out check out some of the exclusive content over at the CSPN Patreon. London, stop. <laughs> London wilding right now. Uh, check out uh, Crown and Collars, uh, Not So Newlyweds, Mama Me's uh, World. Um. Yeah, we here. We ain't going nowhere. We back on our bullshit. Correct. Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. Say bye, bye. Okay. You don't never show up when it's time to show up. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well, we getting up out of here. We see y'all niggas next week. We out. We out. Peace.